0: welcome everyone to our newest episode of learning together i'm meredith manis
1: jeremiah rush
0: and today we have some special guests with us that we will introduce in a moment but first for our celebrations i just wanted to first celebrate everything that has happened this first semester of 2019 we have embraced some challenges there have been new technologies and new systems in place. Our education is always evolving and improving, and it has just brought on a lot of new for our teachers and for our students and administrators. And I've just been so inspired by all the innovation and transformative practices that I'm seeing all around our district. And once we know better, we do better.
1: It's been an impressive semester. Um, just a couple of things I've seen this um, week. I went to Nelson, Texas History was using Osobots to teach programming and also um, the sequence of some Texas history battles. Went to Van Deventer to planning. Seventh grade was developing a rubric for a project that they're going to be working on. And eighth grade was developing CFAs. We had an opportunity to go to um, the Bush Library with um, Independence High School with their American Studies um, group. And that was also a great experience. It was my first time to the Bush Library. So that was exciting for me beyond just the learning watching the students really experience um, elements of um, the Bush presidency.
0: I cannot wait to to see what uh, 2020 brings for us. So this episode is partly a reflection and partly looking forward to what we have to offer here in Frisco ISD in our social studies department. We were lucky enough to be able to attend NCSS, the National Council for Social Studies, in conjunction with TCSS, Texas Council for Social Studies Conference this last November. We had four teachers uh, who are also instructional coaches with us at the middle school level who were able to present a session there and they're here to kind of share their journey. So we have Stephanie Conklin with us. She's an instructional coach and eighth grade history teacher at Clark Middle School. We have Danielle Williams here who is an eighth grade history teacher instructional coach at Western Middle School and Jennifer Kransberg, also, eighth grade U.S. history and instructional coach at Stafford Middle School. Welcome, ladies. Thank
2: you. Thank, Thank you.
0: All right, let's just dive right in. So, Stephanie, tell us what inspired you guys to want to present.
3: Well, I think I was the uh, the cause of all this. Um, I've presented before at uh, national and state conferences, and I feel like Frisco. Is a really big district, and we have some really excellent educators. And we just need to be putting out our strategies, get our name out there, just kind of, you know, kind of tweet our like we tweet our story, just get our story out there. So, um, knowing that um, my fellow ICs are risk takers, I suggested that we present. We brainstormed a couple times and came up with our presentation.
1: That's awesome. That is important, not just learning, but also being able to distribute the learning that, that we do. So, what did you all present?
4: We presented, um, it was titled Collaborate, Integrate, and Differentiation in Social Studies. Um, I got to, Jennifer Cranesburg got to do the part of collaborating and then um, Patience LeBlanc did the integration part and Stephanie Conklin did differentiation as well as any other resources that we had was done by Danny. And so we kind of took that idea and brought in things that we were doing in our classrooms already and things that we could pass on to others, just like uh, Stephanie was saying, sharing our FISD story, so that people could see what we do and help others. And it was a really kind of neat experience to see uh, how others responded to our presentation and how they um, wanted to use our stuff.
0: I think one of the The biggest things too that you guys were able to do is just make it real and practical and it was quick easy things that the teachers could easily implement when they went back to school after the holiday break so Danny what
2: challenges did you guys face putting this together I think the first thing we had was just getting together and the time we had to try and get all four of our schedules to mesh to find one night where we could kind of brainstorm so we met probably started in September And we met for about two hours after school at Clark one day and just hashing out what do we want to do? How do we want to do it? I think we left that session with Google Slides created in our bitmojis in the title slide. (laughs) And that was about it. But we had an idea and we had a path. And after that, it was, okay, now we have due dates. We need to have our resources by this date. Um, A group text where we're texting each other saying, okay, my stuff's done. Look at this stuff and giving each other feedback on what we were doing, um, knowing that our schedules weren't gonna allow us to meet every other week, but doing it a different way. And you know, doing it through Google was awesome. Um, and then just keeping it kind of dialed down. I mean, we only had an hour, and there's so much stuff all of us wanted to present, and we had to figure out who was our audience, what could we give them, and as Meredith said, we need to give them stuff that they can immediately implement in their classroom. Knowing we were gonna have teachers from the smallest district in Brownsville, Texas, to a district in Washington or whatever. They were across the nation, so we had to give them stuff that was gonna work for anybody. And I think we were able to accomplish it. Uh, We were kind of worried about getting together to actually present until we finally went, guys, we do this every day. You know, we we really get in front of people every day and we present every day. Uh, The four of us get along real well, we know each other's styles, and so it really, it meshed really well. It was great.
1: Well, I think that's the important thing that when, uh, knowing that collaboration for people who are on different campuses is possible with the framework, that there still needs to be a little bit of face-to-face, but also allowing people to work, give feedback. It's You mentioned through Google, it really is easy to do and something that is possible for teachers even beyond presenting, just thinking of how could we develop a lesson together. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a great model to think about largely how can we keep working together. Mm-hmm. So what was your biggest surprise with presenting?
2: I think the biggest surprise was 9.30 on a Saturday morning, we walked in and we were getting ready to present and our room was packed. Um, it was two rooms, they had taken down the wall in between and probably, I wanna to guesstimate to 50 to 75 people, I don't know exactly. And I looked up, I was like, whoa, there's a lot of people in here. So I think we were surprised because if you look at the sessions, there were so many sessions offered at each time slot for them to pick us. That was cool. And I don't know if it was the Frisco ISD part, I don't know if it was the time slot, if it was the title, combination of all three, but seeing all the people that were there was really cool. And then afterwards, all the people that approached us to ask questions. That was probably the biggest part that we just went, what we did was impactful. They got something from it. Um, I've gotten a couple emails from some people, gotten some requests for access to documents. We did share everything with them, but just seeing how many said, oh, how did you do this? And how can I do this? and uh, that was really just a, a good feeling to know that what we did was impactful. Not only
1: was it um, standing room only, but people stayed. I think that's impressive that people didn't listen a little bit and think, well, this isn't for me. They were engaged. So mm-hmm. watching those people who were standing in the back be engaged was very impressive. Mm-hmm.
3: We had some people um, come, to, come up to us from, actually from Little Elm, from from local. And um, they were able to come uh, last week to observe uh, we've been tweeting back and forth. That was another reason I think we might have had a lot of people because we tweeted out mm-hmm. in the morning, come see us. There's a lot of people. Um, Twitter's a big deal. And when you have local educators, and the Texas social studies group is huge on Twitter and on Facebook. And so they, they wanted to like, meet and, and you know, share that way too. So it was really cool to, to be able to help teachers that wanted. They don't have what we have, but it's easy to share what we have.
1: It's funny to go all the way to Austin to to meet to meet, to, to meet from, people from a district next from, to ours from <laughs> down the street right? yeah. exactly.
4: And the ones that were from the other states really had some great compliments even in our lesson when they came up afterwards and asked great questions and and wanted the materials because they're so I, I guess for lack of a better word thirsty for good quality resources and and that's the benefit of Texas is I've noticed we have throughout the state of Texas good quality
2: resources and. So many other states are thirsty for that. And I think sometimes we take that for granted. You know, that's what I kind of left with as well is we take for granted how good we have it. We need to share that more. You know, because we do have it. We have great support. We have great curriculum and instruction. We've got great support in admin all the way down. And I think, and just looking at this and what we've done this year, we need to collaborate more. We need to share more because we really are being looked at as that type of district and those type of teachers. And I think that's a great complement to everything we're doing.
1: I think that's a challenge for teachers to remember to share that when you're developing something, presenting like you all did, you're putting yourself out there and that's kind of a scary thing. But there, as teachers, we have people of all different levels of experience and being able to share what you all did or just interacting really helps teachers and really if we get down to it it's not about the helping the teachers even it really helps students to get the quality instruction that they deserve.
0: We will be tweeting out the link to their session so you all can see all the great things that they were presenting at the conference. Um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and talk about some of the other sessions that you guys were able to attend. One of the great things about going to a conference is not always sharing our learning, but also learning from others. And because it was a national conference rolled into the state conference, we really had a large variety of sessions to attend. So just y'all can jump in and and talk to us a little bit about some of the amazing sessions you went to and why were they your favorites?
3: Uh, I went to a really good session that the ladies from Region 10 and 11, believe it or not, um, another local, uh, uh, session was on thinking like a historian. They had some really excellent ideas uh, that I put in the notes about using primary sources and getting the kids up and walking around pictures. And then um, Saturday night I went to an excellent one from a librarian in St. Louis, so I did expand to go to out-of-state and he was a, a librarian-in-residence at the Library of Congress. I mean, a teacher-in-residence at the Library of Congress. How cool is that? And he had developed a, a set of resources where he's taking picture books and he's finding the primary sources that the, his, the, the writers used to write the stories. And he took us through a lesson with um, a book about uh, the 19th Amendment, that we wouldn't use, but he had other resources, and I actually won a Civil War book, so I'm going to use that one. So it, it, the kids can look at, here's the resource, What what's in the story that was in the resource? It's a very cool lesson. Um, that, that was the best one I'd gone to.
1: That sounds really awesome.
2: I started my day off with a bang after going down the escalators, and we were all going down, and I've never been to a national conference, only a Texas conference, and the amount of people made me want to curl into a ball because there were so many people in so many sessions. But my Friday morning session was from the Constitutional Rights, Origins, and Travels from the National Constitution Center, presented by Mike Adams there. And he presented a website where you can look at all the influences of historic documents on the first 10 amendments in the Bill of Rights. And you could look at Mayflower Compact, Magna Carta, Declaration of... I mean, it, it's just a ton. And then it has Madison's draft and the Senate draft. I mean, it was just amazing. Um, I think the best part of it was then you could look at a tab called rights around the world and the kids can get in and click on each amendment to see what other countries have the same rights we do and I was like oh we got to use this we got to get these kids I mean if you think future ready and you think about Mm -hmm. them appreciating the rights that we have so we actually used it the week we got back from the conference I I figured out a way we worked it into our plans and the kids were looking at um, the second amendment and they were making connections that I would have never thought they could make before. And countries like Australia didn't have the right to petition. And I'm sure Australia has their own constitution, we didn't go there, because I just wanted them to see the rights that we have in other countries that don't. And I was like, well, what are your biggest surprises? And they're like, we're not moving to Greenland, they can't do anything, you know? And they talked about it all day, and I think as eighth grade U.S. history teachers and social studies period, anytime we get them talking about our content outside the door, is amazing. And that was just a really impactful thing that it's a tough thing for us to teach the kids is what influenced the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And this was a real good hands on activity for them to see. We kind of squeezed it in. They didn't get as much time as I wanted them to, but still to see the rights that we have and appreciate that was was awesome.
4: And I took it at Stafford brought that back too. And it was really neat to watch the kids go through it. It was easy Mm -hmm. and simple and it was right there and they couldn't believe that how easily it matched up to these documents and they saw where the influences were. And Mm -hmm. so it was really neat to have it in one place and not have to search all over the place for it anymore, right there from the Constitution Center. So it was really neat to see that.
1: It's impressive. So we have the advantage that next year the state conference is going to be in Denton. So what are some advice, tips that you would have for teachers who want to go to a conference to get the most out of it?
2: Oof, Steph.
3: <laughs> well, I think the first thing you have to think about is what would you want to sit and listen to? Mm-hmm. And you want to, that's the kind of presenter you want to be. And everybody that we work with could present something. I mean, sixth grade could do it. Seventh grade yeah. could do it, especially since it's local. Um, everybody needs to be going regardless. But presenting is what, you know, take... You probably have 45 minutes to an hour, take your favorite couple lessons, figure out how you can share it the easiest, um, think of strategies that are unique maybe that would be something that people could use. But that's what you want to be. You want to, you want to think about what's the, what, what's, who's sitting in your audience and, and what would you want to get from the conference.
4: And I like how you can look at what the sessions are beforehand, whether you use the app, because um, I know Texas has an app as well where you can look at some of the sessions ahead of time and when you have the opportunity to do that, you can let it kind of process and think, okay, which session would I like to go to? Because um, I remember way back when it was the program that you showed up and you saw the first day and you were like, what am I gonna go to right now at eight o'clock? It was so hard to find one that you knew that you would enjoy or that you could take back because you're sitting trying to read it in five minutes and go to find a session. Now you have the opportunity with technology to spend a, a day or two looking at it beforehand and then going, this is where I'm going and creating your schedule so that you know where to go. And so when you, um, a tip would be to
2: download that app and use it to know what your schedule's gonna be going forward. And as teachers, I mean, talk to your principals now because I think that was the big thing. We got ahead of it. I mean, Stephanie did a great job of saying, hey guys, what do you think? And we're like, okay, great. And that was probably February. Um, And so we were able to get in front of our principals and say, hey, this is what, what we wanna do. This is what we're doing. This is what we're gonna bring back. I can present on campus as part of a PLC presentation. Um, What are you going to bring back and how can you impact your campus and not just our district but the campus? So get ahead of it now so that way there's not a surprise and they can work money into the budget to help because the conference being in Denton, I've been to the one in Houston and it was fantastic. So being in Denton is even better because it's closer for us.
4: And don't be afraid to go at all. Like everybody thinks conferences are boring or there's not enough information or whatever. I've gone to tcss for over 20 years and every year that i've been able to go i have always come back with multiple resources and multiple things not just from the sessions or the general speakers but from the vendors themselves it's really neat to talk to some of the companies like lre or um, b washington which has been fun the last couple of years to use and actually get to see face to face these companies and not just online or through a help chat but actually see them face to face and so it's really neat to see who the vendors are gonna be that year and what you're gonna learn or gain from each of those that you get to go
2: to.
0: And one of the things that we did this year is we created a Google Doc with our group. And so all of the teachers from Frisco ISD who went down were part of this Google Doc and were able to share notes because you can't go to every session that you want to go to. Mm-hmm. So this way we're still learning and getting insight from sessions together, even if we're not able to attend. And in fact, on the first day it was, National Social Studies Supervisors Association meeting, and we had supervisors from all over the country on our Google Doc sharing and learning, so it was a really neat experience. So speaking of the national conference in D.C., it's gonna be in D.C. next year in December. Um, so what are y'all's insights at the benefits of attending a national conference?
2: I think the amount of choices, like we've said several times, it's almost to the point that you're a little overwhelmed by how many choices there are in each session, but it was also neat because a lot of them had mini sessions. So you could hit two in an hour. And I, did, I kind of stumbled upon that. I was like, wait, this is only 20 minutes? I'm like, oh, now I get to pick another one. So I got like, more bang for my buck. But, you know, and you can, there's so many, we went to some Texas history ones, some world geography ones. There were some speakers there that were amazing that you have the opportunity to go to. We saw the um, uh, White House photographer for Reagan and Obama and just being able to see him and the things that he presented, the things he could see and experienced, I mean, as history nerds, we just loved it. So that's the added benefit, I think, too, is the national conference. You get speakers like that that you wouldn't get at a normal conference.
3: And you get to network with people that you might be like friends with on Facebook uh, in the in the middle school chat group, or maybe you're you're been tweeting. There's there's groups, um, so that's kind of cool you can you're getting validation because we all educators have the same issues, problems, successes, so it's really good to be able to like see that and there are lots of different groups that get together in the evenings or for lunch or just you know meet in the corner kind of a thing and you're just networking and you're just growing your craft that way by you know by meeting other people.
4: I think the cool thing about the NCSS was like she said the technology the tweet being able to tweet out and having Twitter and meeting these Twitter people that you would've never met had you not been social studies people together and having them either come to your presentation or you get to go to their presentation and seeing them face to face, which is not an opportunity you would normally get um, from around the country. Um, and actually just that opportunity to just connect with them was really neat, I enjoyed that part. and meeting new people and having new Twitter friends and finding new uh, t- podcasts and things like that that we either didn't know about it before or we knew, but we didn't know the people, and now we know the people, and now you want to listen to their podcast and how they're doing and what ideas they're coming up with. So that was the part I loved. I'd never been able to tweet out at a conference or do that part, so i got to up my
2: Twitter game. <laughs> yeah. there, a, there were two guys... They collaborated through Twitter for, what, oh, yeah. three or four right. years, Right. met each other for the first time, and presented at this conference. That's and very I just cool. think that's so cool as we talk about collaboration so much in our classrooms, look how we can do it, you know, across the nation. You exactly. know, I just thought that was awesome.
3: Well, and we've also had it. We had a learning experience together. That's We were together. We learned together. Mm-hmm. So just like our we're wanting our students to do that,
1: the four of us learn mm-hmm. together. And I yeah. think that's important that... When you go by yourself, you don't have that, those conversations at lunch, you don't have those conversations at dinner that this is what I learned and I'm really excited and so having that ability for you all to go together or when and when we have even the conference in Denton, teachers going together so they have that ability to reflect on what they've learned and talk about how what do I want to use it. I'm impressed that you all were take, able to take things and get into your classroom so quickly because that's where the learning happens. So often we learn and put it away and then remember about it after we passed that. Mm-hmm. And so it's impressive that you all were able to put that together.
4: Well, and I think that's what's been changing in these conferences over the last few years is people are more mindful of what can people take back to their classrooms, because I remember the first ones I went to, there were a lot of packets that I took away that sat in a closet. And now it's more, you, can, it, you when you go to these sessions, you feel like, well, how can I use this when I get home? Mm-hmm. Not, how can I use this next year? And I think that's been a trend change at our conferences, and that's been really neat to see. Well, that's great. Well, we hope that this podcast has inspired
0: you all to attend these conferences and also to get out there and present applications for the presentations for the D.C. National Social Studies Supervisory Conference Is uh, deadline is January 8th. And then the state conference deadline is really soon. I will put the deadline in our tweet.
1: (laughs) But we do so many great things in, in our classrooms and in our district. It would be a great opportunity for teachers to go in and share that, not only to show what great things we do, but to share that with the people around our state or around our nation.
0: Well, thank you. Enjoy your winter break, and we will see you next year.